the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in, sort of. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Thanks for listening to the show. I know these are trying times. We are in a bear market. It too shall pass. We went from a correction to a bear market faster than we ever have before. So there's a lot of things that are making your head spin. Hopefully your portfolio is diversified because I found that most people um, are asking questions about what they should do. The Fed is going to do whatever it takes. That's something we learned over the weekend. Friday's session was a disappointment on Wall Street because we started, we were looking for two straight days and we just couldn't do it. Losses continue to mount on what was the worst week for the stock market since 2008. How this weekend's is anybody's guess. Round and round and round she goes. Where she stops, nobody knows. At one point overnight last night, I called CFP Chad Burton. And I said, looks like a pretty rough open. Just throwing it out there for you. Uh, futures were limit down. So it was going to be pretty brutal. Over the weekend, there were some big key developments in case you live in a cave. And if you do live in a cave, you're probably pretty happy right about now. But some of the key developments over the weekend was the Senate didn't get enough political support to push fiscal stimulus legislation forward. And you're like, what the? You mean our Congress is being dysfunctional right now? How is this not working better? I know Republicans are going to hold up for the Republicans want, Democrats are going to hold up for the Democrats want, but at some point in time, this will get resolved, maybe as early as today. Maybe not, but maybe. I think a couple of the saddest things that are going to come out of this coronavirus is how much debt we're going to saddle our nation with forevermore. It's not like we have a history of, of wiping out our national debt, which, again, not the worst thing in the world, but it certainly doesn't bode well for our children. I believe the children are future. The Fed said it's going to buy treasuries and get um, MBS, mortgage-backed securities, in the amounts needed. They basically have a blank check. Not really, but basically. So they're going to try to keep interest rates incredibly low for now. When you take all that stimulus off later, and it's a long way from now, uh, we might be a little bit disappointed with how the markets react. But that's, again, we're talking markets. Oh, yuck. We're not fighting coronavirus. Yay, be a hero. Wash your hands. The Fed said it's going to buy treasuries in the amounts needed. That's like a blank check. It's pretty nice. Um, the news conference last night on the coronavirus was a mess. It started off strong by President Trump, and then he gets into mocking Mitt Romney and his wife were going into self-containment after Kentucky Senator Paul Rand got diagnosed with coronavirus when he had breakfast with a lot of Republicans that morning and was at the gym that morning with other Republicans. Um, 
all it takes is one senator or one congressman, uh, House of Representative, to get sick. And I will tell you this, something's going to get done. St. Louis Fed President Bullard, and are you following the people who are getting the coronavirus? It's a fascinating list. Like when I saw Harvey Weinstein, I'm like, huh, I don't know how I feel about that. But you think the prison population, the uh, celebrities, and you know how many people they touch, and athletes, and um, Angela Merkel is in uh, quarantine right now. Angela Merkel, I just like saying Angela Merkel, Angela Merkel, Angela Merkel, Angela Merkel. Um, but St. Louis Fed President Bullard, he pointed out to Bloomberg News over this weekend that it's possible the unemployment rate can go as high as 30% in the second quarter. And the GDP can contract by as much as 50%. Now, St. Louis Fed President Bullard is not a stupid man. And he works very close in the banking system in the United States. So he's showing us that's how bad it could get. Not how much bad it will get, but how bad it could get. Uh, pretty interesting stuff, in my opinion. Um, 50% dip in GDP. Holy mackerel. I kind of feel it, right? If you're kind of self-quarantining, and the, the stories on self-quarantining and like staying away from people are hilarious right now. Um, if you cough within 10 feet of someone, even if you cover your mask, even if you're wearing a hazmat suit, people are freaking out. Rightfully so. It's not for me to judge. But the Fed, you know, a big part of this economic rescue package that's being put together is it can be matched with monetary stimulus, with fiscal stimulus. Um, it's suggesting the stimulus package could be worth about $2 trillion. The longer the debate rages on in Congress, though, the sooner the enthusiasm for the, what the Fed is doing is going to fade. So they need to pull something off right here, right now, hopefully today. The Fed is doing whatever it takes, but the political wrangling by Congress, will it spoil the let's get this done mentality? I don't know. 90% speak English, Rob. 90% of the manufacturing sectors and workers are back in place now in China. That's positive. Two months ago, we were put our nose up to China as a nation. We're like, we're going to go to spring break and we're going to hang out with people. And we're going to, we're going to kiss each other. Like, like all the time. Feel bad for those Chinese. It was pretty bad. The media has not done the most impressive job. Nor has our politicians. This is a mess. Trump's way in easing the stay-at-home cur- to curb the route, the economic route. Okay, let me say this again. President Donald Trump began talking privately about reopening the nation, despite the swiftly rising number of coronavirus cases, essentially saying, hey, we could either push the economy forward, or if we do that, or we might overwhelm our hospitals likely would overwhelm our hospitals and overwhelm the healthcare professionals. But Trump tweeted Sunday, we cannot let the cure be worse than the problem itself. At the end of the 15-day period, we will make a decision as to which way we want to go. I don't know. So when's the 15-day period? When's that? Like, oh, 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 oh. Canada and Australia said, we're not going to the Olympics. Japan Prime Minister Saturday said, we're doing the Olympics. Sunday, he's like, well, maybe we won't do the Olympics. But we'll think about that in about another 30 days. I think the Olympic thing may be a big moment. Last week, we got a portfolio strategist 
hedge fund managers say, you know, if we don't get something done immediately and stop this, it's going to be hell on earth. That's a great moment because it's, it's, it sums up something we can look back on in 10 years and go, oh, there was that moment. And I think the next moment that we're looking for is um, the Olympics being canceled. NBA's done it. Major League Baseball's done it. The Olympics, it's people flying from all around the world. Poor countries, rich countries, healthy countries, unhealthy countries. Uh, countries with swimming pools, countries with no swimming pools. And people from everywhere. And it's an amazing, amazing moment where the world gets together. And it's not what we want right now. What the world needs now is not another love song or do we need to get together? Anyhow, I'm going to keep trying to stray away from the, uh, the health care advice, like I just said. I'm going to try to get back into stock and investing in money. Stick with me. This is a fun ride. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing more. Find me online at Rob Black Show. Also, find me at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. Your comments and questions are always welcome. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back in Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Anything you want to talk about, we could talk about. There's a lot going on. Um, as you very well likely know, I don't think I'm shocking you when I say, I hope this isn't freaking you out. Evermore, I'll be able to come on this radio show and say something along the lines of, um, you shouldn't be investing unless you've got a time horizon that's appropriate. I'll, forever. I'll, I'll be able to, when someone comes on and says, I, I want to buy NVIDIA, I'll be able to go. You do know that sometimes the markets go down and good stocks get caught up in it. I hope we all kind of got that, right? I'm, again, I'm not trying to look back on this. The Fed's riding to the rescue, but stocks are falling. That doesn't feel terribly good. Um, correction, bear markets are markets move more than 20% from the top. Our recent top was a month and a half ago. It's crazy how fast we went into a bear market. It roared. Now, a 40% pullback from the top is extremely rare. A 50% is almost unheard of when you're talking like 100-year periods. Now, is this worse than... Any other thing that's hit the world, it's going to be different. Recoveries are always different. Is this a recovery that is going to stop people from ever flying again? I've seen some stories on that, uh, that, you know, this is going to change retirement forever, and this is going to, like, change investing forever. Um, and I am hearing a lot of frustration from people, and that's probably the craziest thing. When I hear Trump say, maybe we should just go back to work and just let the 3% or the 2% die. I'm like, whoa. I know what's you know, good par- and bad. I'm, I'm paraphrasing that. Um, but you get the idea. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Stocks are extending the route at the open despite new stimulus against 
actions by the Fed. Senate preliminary vote for stimulus package failed last night. It's going to be voted on again today. The things that are working today are consumer staples, types of stocks, things that we need. Think Campbell Soup. Think companies that make paper towels, um, drug companies. You know, we have to have, you know, food, beverage, and our drugs. Um, healthcare is a topic of big concern these days. From an investor, I could tell you, it would be nice if the United States could brag and say, we've got the best hospital system in the world. We don't. And I'm not knocking any of the nurses or doctors. You guys are amazing. It would be great if the United States could brag and say, we've got the best education system in the world. But we don't. I'm not knocking my teachers or my my, my son's teachers. Um, in the last week, they went from teaching little kids in classes. We were like, oh, that's so cute. She's a teacher. She loves kids. To now they're doing video conferences. Zoom is everywhere. Howard Stern did his show from New York City today. Live from the Stern Bunker in Connecticut um, with Zoom. Uh, CFP Chad Burton, he's uh, quickly getting up to speed on you know teleconferencing with clients with Zoom. Washington's $1 trillion coronavirus bill needs to do more for the healthcare industry. And that's where I'm getting at. I think the education system, man, when we are having gravy days, that's where you want your stimulus. Now that you're having rough days, you want it in the healthcare industry. Wouldn't it be great if we had like, both. The mayor of New York sat in front of cameras and on Thursday, and he begged for help. Mayor Bill de Blasio, very controversial mayor. I, I want to say this, and I, I don't want to be mean, but New Yorkers hate him. And here he is, the mayor of New York. Gotta love New York. He says, we need 3 million N95 masks. We need 50 million surgical masks. We needed 15,000 ventilators, 25 million each of the following items of personal protective equipment, surgical gowns, coveralls, face masks. When you have a mayor begging the world for this stuff, the numbers are staggering. 130 million pieces of medical gear for New York City alone. This is the United States, and we should be better than this. Mayors, governors, and other elected other elected officials right now are, are slamming the Trump administration and begging for assistance to shore up the flailing medical system that they think the federal government could have slowed. Um, so our healthcare system and our healthcare providers are doing an amazing job. I can't believe what they're doing. Hospitals and other healthcare providers said they need direct aid. Medicaid payments to some hospitals are set to be cut on May 22nd under a provision of the Affordable Care Act. We don't want our, our our hospitals to go bankrupt, right? Come on, people, say right. Say yes. We don't want our, our – yes is the right answer. So the American Hospital Association is asking for money. Something that uh, – I'm going to be real quick with this, and I'm, I'm not going to get preachy. We need to bail out some of these companies. And I've got friends on Facebook that – I don't want to unfriend, and I don't want to tell them this, because on Facebook, it's like you're humiliating them if you bring it up. But like, United, they didn't buy back. They bought back, 90, they used 99% of their profits to buy back shares, and they $15 for leg room and $50 for a bag, and screw them. The only problem about that is they've got 90,000 workers. Same thing with Delta, roughly. And what we should do is the United States government should become investors. And the question is, sometimes you could start throwing good money after bad, you know? 
But I've got a lot of friends who are like, you know, bailout, no bailout, no bailout for the fat cats. No, no, we just use a different term um, in investing. So lend money, save those jobs. Because when we see people get unemployed, it's going to, the numbers are going to be shocking in the next month. And again, that's just my opinion. I'm not getting political, but I think the jobs, if we could do a thing like GM and Ford, the United States government made made money bailing them out last time. That's not a bad thing. But the United States government made billions of dollars bailing out Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. So testing seems to be the big issue of the day. And here are the companies that can run hundreds of tests at a time. Roche, ticker symbol ROG. Hologic, H-O-L-X. Thermo Fisher Scientific, T-M-O. If you think this is going to get brutal and worse, these are all companies to hold because we have to get the diagnosis faster. One person who is infected for, oh, see, I'm not, now it sounds like I'm giving advice again. One person who's infected with no symptoms for 10 days can hang out with 10 other people, can hang out with 10 other people, and it just gets insane. There's also another company called Quiagen, ticker, ticker symbol QGEN. Those are the companies you should look at if you're looking into testing. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. Marijah Lana Yelich O'Connor, also known as Lords. That's probably the longest first name I've ever, ever, ever run into. What happened to her? One hit wonder or taking a break? Not one hit wonder. There's quite a few in there. Do you want to know what happened to her? Here's what happened to her. Was it the coronavirus? No. Was it burnout? No. Was it heroin? No. She's postponing her next album after the death of her dog, Pearl. That's cute. In a heartbreaking email to fans back in November, she wrote a letter that said, I have lost my boy and I need some time to see the good again to finish making this for you. Not being melodramatic, and I understand the pleasure of raising a dog. It's unbelievable the amount of love. But that was new to me. Steve Mnuchin says Congress is very close to a stimulus agreement and must get it done today. I I don't agree or disagree. That sounds about right because the markets are not. The markets are saying, and this is what this is the conversation I'm having with friends and family. The markets are saying six months from now, something bad's going to happen. You've heard me do this show for years and years and years on this station and other stations. The market looks six months in the future. And a month ago, when the market started tanking, we're like, oh, this isn't so bad. Look, at there's only five people infected in the United States. Only five kind of thing. But the market was saying, "This is you guys are wrong. Now, sometimes emotionally... The market gets kind of caught up and it creates these big drops. It can be buying opportunities in the short term that they don't come to fruition. Or maybe something happens with the administration or the economy that kind of bails us out. But the market generally is more, I'm not going to say more right than wrong, but something like that. And six months from now, it's basically saying things are rough. I wish next door... 
uh, it's a website of your locals. It's publicly traded because I'm fascinated by that website and how many people. Someone wrote the other day. Uh, don't forget, wash your hands, people. And everyone just mauled this guy like you, Jack monkey, blah, blah, blah. Don't you know we don't wash our hands? Markets open lower. Now they're moving higher. But watching your neighbors right now is something that it, it, it's very telling. People are very frightened. Okay. How low can the market go? I think the S&P 500 could reasonably go to 2020. And not because that's the year, but because that was a lot of technical resistance in the past. We use technical resistance in times of stress, in my opinion. I don't know if we use it too much or too too little. But the idea is you go, okay, when was something like this, you know, in the last 10 years, you can look back and say, okay, the market had problems with, say, 9-11. You could say the market had problems with the financial crisis. You could say the market had problems with um, Kim Jong-un threatening a nuclear war kind of thing. And you could see where the market held. So, yeah, I, the SP 500 could go to 2000 pretty easily. A little bit based on earnings, a little bit based on fear, a little bit of quarterly, uh, quarter to quarter kind of numbers. But analysts have started cutting GDP growth aggressively, and the individual company numbers are going to come down later as we get some guidance from the companies. One analyst at Goldman Sachs has cut the 2020 earnings for the year three times in 30 days. That's how quickly it's changing, down 37%. So we can go to NASDAQ, excuse me, S&P 500, 2000. Someone just emailed Chad and said, hey, I heard Rob's got a top five list. I don't have a top five list. And that's why I, sometimes I have to go back and say, excuse me, let me correct that. But sometimes people hear what they want to hear. When did the markets bottom? That's another great question. Um, a lot of analysts are talking right now. And I'd, I'd be interested to hear what you guys think about like um, some of the TV shows that are going to the Zoom model. And like Howard Stern's show this morning out in New York, uh, you know, Friday, he kind of feels the responsibility to be a celebrity, a, a New York kind of relief kind of thing. He announced he was going to do a show, and he's on Zoom. It sounds awful. And the nice thing is we'll get it better. We'll do better, which is hopeful in my mind, right? So the core insight right now, I think, is that conditions are deteriorating rapidly. It's tough to be confident when there's so much damage being done everywhere we look. There's typical inflection points that we're looking for to try to put limits on how crazy do we want to go with our emotions, a stabilization or flattening of the inflection rate curve in the United States and Europe would be positive. Visibility on the depth and duration of the disruptions to the economy would be helpful. I'm talking about the conditions that we need to see so that we could feel better. So you're looking at the infection rate. You need it to flatten. I think you need the Olympics to be canceled. I think you need to start figuring out, and I, I don't have an answer on this, and I'm telling friends and family and, and other people, we don't know if this is going to be a, a month disruption back to normal. Probably not likely. Or I heard last night up to nine months. That's a little bit much. In the past week, we've heard worsening forecast on the economy. GDP plunging at 10%. GDP plunging at 14%. GDP plunging at 24%. Some numbers have deteriorated to 30 to 50%. 
So we're looking for something like cancelization for the stock market. We're looking for cancellation of the Olympics, stabilization of the infection rates in U.S. and Europe, because that's where the problems are now. Visibility into when will the economy start back up? If the NBA said, we're starting back up in two months, we could start thinking about it. We could start kind of getting some real, like, okay, this is it. But we're not there yet. I don't think we have a bag over our head, but something along those lines. We need sufficiently huge global stimulus. It's not enough for the United States to say we're going to spend $1 trillion, $2 trillion, $3 trillion, $4 trillion. It's going to take some other people pushing their poker chips forward. We need to see a mitigation of liquidity stresses. And what that means is the Fed needs to stop saying we're doing $500 billion, we're spending $600 billion, we're buying these assets. We are starting to see pockets of amazing valuation, but with still very high market volatile conditions. So, yes, I do want you to buy value stocks right now. I do want you to find things that you find to be value, but only if you have the stomach for another leg down. And then we also have to have like no intensification of other tail risks. Pretty interesting stuff. It's not that hard to call a bottom, but I'm giving you the... It's not that hard. It's hard to call a, a specific bottom, but I'm giving you the cases that we need to see to come together for us to even be close to that. Dow's down 270, down 1.4%. SP 500 down 1.3%. NASDAQ is positive, slightly. We had markets looking brutal last night, looking a little bit better today. Um, Fed's doing unprecedented moves. Uber CEO seeks help for workers in the U.S. Uh, amidst the coronavirus. But I can't show you maps on HomePod. That's pretty, I, I don't know. That's a question like, who do we bail out and who do we not bail out? Where do we say that's enough? You can talk about airlines and you can talk about the travel industry. It all makes sense. But then you start getting into Uber and Lyft and, you you know, their workers were shuttling taxi money, you know, left and right a couple weeks ago. And now some of them bringing us food. For the record, I saw Starbucks is raising the pay $3 an hour across the board. Interesting, right? CVS is hiring up to 50,000 positions. So if you think <clears throat> that you're going to get a squeeze on right now, maybe now's the time for you or your spouse to pick up an extra job on the weekends. Shocking stalls at CVS. <clears throat> I know, I know, I know you're saying, I ain't going in there. That's ground zero for COVID. But there are ways to do this. Um, yeah, but again, we get, the whole corporation thing starts getting into everyone's head. Like, <clears throat> CEO of... Uber goes out of his way to say, I'm not writing to you to ask for a bailout of Uber. We got plenty of cash, but rather for support of independent workers. Once we move past the immediate crisis, the opportunity to legally provide them with a real safety net going forward. Where do you draw the line of, of the handouts or uh, savings or the, the, you know, help the economy. Here's a check kind of thing. Good times. Boeing today is higher. Uh, Boeing, Boeing, how I'm so thankful I don't own you. But they are at a level, again, technically speaking, if you look at their chart, a few years back, here they were at $100 a share. Then you blinked and it was at $400 a share. Now they're back down to $100 a share. I find just hearing that story of the stock move to be intriguing. But when you factor in things like, okay, they have a bad balance sheet right now. 
They're burning through cash. They've borrowed all the lending they can borrow. Their credit rating has been cut. Demand for airlines looks like it'll never, ever, never, ever come back. I'm being sarcastic there. Um, can they hold this area? Netflix continues to outperform. Netflix and chill, stay at home. I got to take some break from some of these uh, media things because I found myself watching a little bit too much. John Wick 1, John Wick 2, John Wick 3. I'm totally sucked in. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing more. You can find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. It's a great time to talk to your financial planner with a Zoom conference. Get in touch with your financial planner at newfocusfinancial.com. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. Your comments and questions are always welcome. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black. Talking all things financial. One area that I could throw out at you is... I work in the media, both radio and television. I've been doing it for 25 plus years. I'm stunned at how much or how many conspiracy theories are out there about the media and politics. One of my good friends texted me, you know, we're going back and forth about this whole thing. And he goes, uh, media has no boundaries. They can manipulate the worst. Meanwhile, the White House won't say anything until they have evidence numbers Sounds conspirator? Yeah, it does. Media does the best they can on what they have. And I assure you, the, I work in very, very liberal San Francisco. And I don't think my politics come across as very liberal. And I can tell you, I'm not hated or vilified. Because I'll say things like, you know, I think McDonald's is a great company to invest in. Socially, I'll let you decide all that. But there's no agenda. Can you get into a situation where, yeah, MSNBC <clears throat> represents the more liberal point of view and uh, Fox represents more conservative point of view? Sure. But reporters do the very, very best they can to tell a story of what's in the news. They don't sit there and go, ah, ha, 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 I've got this diabolical story. We just want stories. I so badly wish I can go back to the impossible whopper beyond me, but that's not there now. So that's one thing that it, it bothers me is how, I don't want to say ignorant, but how indignant people are getting with each other about my view versus your view. Hulk Hogan. Um, he has settled a lawsuit. I bring this up as a quick reminder that when we do get back to life as normal or something along those lines, you need to have proper insurance. Term life to cover the term in your life um, where your income is important to your family. You don't need whole life. You don't need fair life. You need to have good insurance on your home in case somebody comes into your home and falls or in case someone comes into your home and a dog bites you, dog bites them. You need to have good health care insurance. You see where, like, we are going to get back to normal. But Hulk Hogan has reached a settlement with Cox Radio, ending a lawsuit in which the former wrestler accused a radio host working for the company of leaking a sex tape. Ooh, to Gawker. The lawsuit sought $110 million in damages. Wow. Whoa. Whoa, right? (laughs) Um, 
I don't know. I throw that out there just again. It's one of those stories that in the right time we'd be talking about like, well, that's why you have insurance, right? I don't know. Did you ever look at yourself and think Hulk Hogan would get involved in a $110 million sex leaked case story? I never would have written that in. Um, More and more talks about a complete lockdown for five weeks. I'm not going crazy after one week, but it's getting there. T-Mobile is launching its $15 5G plan ahead of the Sprint merger. After the storm, there's going to be a rainbow. There's going to be opportunities, but we're in the storm right now, and there's nothing I can do to help you. T-Mobile said that to help people stay connected during the coronavirus pandemic. Right there, I just want to, it feels like a mouse went in my mouth, threw up, and died. Like, no, you're not really marketing towards, yeah, they are, coronavirus pandemic. But we're going to be running into 5G Maybe not by the end of this year, like we were thinking. Maybe there will be some disruption. But there is something positive coming down the road. T-Mobile is offering a new Metro plan for $15 a month for the first 60 days. Oh, there's the rub. With unlimited talk and text and two gigabytes of data. Two! Two! That would last me about one minute during the COVID crisis. I'm all about data. Global death toll passes 15,000. U.S. economic stimulus bill still in limbo. How low can you go? We're finding out, are we not? Nike's earnings are going to come tomorrow night. Finally, we're going to get a good tell, a crucial read on the consumer and on Asia. And don't forget... Because they're reporting tomorrow, they haven't really legally been allowed to say a lot in the last 30 days. Wall Street operates under the code of um, a quiet period. So the sports apparel company is expected to report a 12% decline in earnings. Who cares? What we really care about is what are they going to look like in the next six to nine months? Nike shares have fallen 33% in the past month. I own shares of Nike, and I'm not stressed in the long term. But um, short term, yeah. If I was in retirement or close to retirement right now, and that was my, my holding, I'd be like, oh, I'd be sweating out my eyeballs. So Nike will be a big tell tomorrow. I guess Wednesday morning is the better way of putting that, but you get the idea. Um, the whole U.S. economy is kind of being put into a coma here. And again, I'm not trying to belittle any of this, but check out a website next door, and it, you'll hear your neighbors talking about stuff, and you'll be like, whoa. Um, what restaurants do they support? What restaurants do they not support? Restaurants aren't allowed to advertise on platforms like this. Um, go support. You're hearing a lot of, like, I, I'm hearing a lot of waiters and waitresses just completely let go. So uh, food workers completely let go. This is going to be, the story in the next month is unemployment claims. It's going to be nuts. Then the story has to somehow become claims going, uh, incidents of infection going sideways. Walmart doing very well. Campbell Soup doing well. Staple type of companies are doing well. Like, for instance, Campbell Soup down 13% in March. Nike down 24%. We need the soup. We don't need the shoes, per se. You get the idea of what's going on here. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. You can find me at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocus. 